At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass it's monday night and it's time to get rowdy catch up on this week in arca and nascar with news and comments plus you never know who will stop by for a visit right here on the rowdy maglite show All right, hey, it's Thunderstruck for the last time for 2021, guys. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show on Monday night edition. Chi-Town Mark and Kyle Magnum over there in PA. Welcome, guys. Well, thank you, Rowdy. It's always a pleasure. and uh, It's it's changed the way I've looked at racing the past. uh, We've just finished our sixth season. I can't believe it. Uh, Kyle, Holiday season's coming upon us, so uh, what's the stat man got to say? I, I'm, like, I'm a little starstruck. Uh, Kyle, take her from me, please. Yeah, we got to get a we got to recap the season and uh, see you know pick out some of the best moments, and uh, that's probably what I'll do. And uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. recap the year. I'm getting ready for next year. Getting ready to. Get back on the racing grind, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, Allentown's coming up soon, and also the MPA convention and the motorsport show. So there's a lot going on in January, at least up here there is. So, guys, the way we're going to end the 2021 season, we got Adam Mackey calling in at uh, 710 Eastern Time, 610 Central. And Mark and I was talking. I mean, Adam's been on the most of any of our guests. We've went to more of his races that they promoted. I'd just like to ask mm-hmm. Adam if they were affected by any of the storms at their tracks or uh, that swept through the state. Uh, they they were state. they were uh, they were surrounded by it uh, with the uh, in southern uh, central Illinois rowdy towards the St. Louis area and north a little bit so. Uh, they could have had a deal with some of those storms, and I'm just hoping that uh, Adam's going to say, for the most part, it's minimal, and we're ready to go for 2022. Uh, that's kind of weird to say, 2022, but I guess, guys, you better get used to it because, what, in two and a half weeks, it's going to be 2022. Exactly, guys, and uh, pretty much down to the end. Now everybody's... Uh, kind of telling their plans for 2022, and I'm looking forward to it, guys. Uh, the Ice Bowls is going to kick me off, and that starts on the 6th, 7th, and 8th of January. Well, I was, think- <laughs> I was thinking of January. possibly joining you for that in January, Rowdy, but uh, my little uh, procedure on my back is the 5th, so that's probably knocking me out for that one. 
But what it means is, uh, uh, luckily, if we're if we're lucky again, we'll be down in Daytona uh, at the big track, uh, road course configuration, and that uh, Rolex 24 hours. Absolutely, one of the best ways to to really get the season rolling, isn't it, Rowdy and Kyle? You gotta you gotta check it out. You know what? We got all these bucket list races for you, guy. And luckily enough, you're young enough. You're gonna get to most of my hope. Yeah, there's a lot out there, um, you know, for me to go and. Um, you know, looking at the schedule, there's a lot of races, and um, hopefully, you know, with more stuff coming out, I'll be able to finalize it here shortly. Well, well it was amazing, Rowdy. Uh, what, what Kyle and I were dealing with uh, early in the season in, in February and March, trying to get him credentialed in uh, the Pennsylvania area, uh, nobody wanted to deal with the Rowdy Maglite guys, but all of a sudden, slowly but surely, the name got out there, and... Uh, Kyle, Port Royal, that was the big one, baby, we're on our way. That's the cream of the crop right there. Um, You know, that's what's nice about Port Royal. Um, You know, they have a lot of events there, the All-Stars, World Outlaws. Um, You know, they have everybody there, World Outlaws, Late Models, Lucas Oil Dirt, Late Model Series. Everybody goes there. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a big one to get into right right in time before the Juniata County Fair started too. So uh, <laughs> right before the Tuscarora 50, so it was perfect timing. So uh, yeah, it was my first All Star event I ever covered. Um, man, what a what a treat! And uh, hopefully I'll be back next year. You know, Sunday March 6th for the uh, the opener at Port Royal. Well, uh, Kyle, man, I appreciate it because. I mean, even Port Royal tweeted about us, wasn't it, Kyle? Mm-hmm. We got a few tweets from some of the tracks. Yeah, they, they like us, and uh, I send them everything <laughs> after we post. And um, luckily, I did send my Spencer Baston article to Dino for the EMPA writing contest, so there's that as well. So, uh, yeah, um, Good, Kyle. able to do that last night, get that out of the way, and get my dinner selection. So it'll be mid-January, and... Uh, and in beautiful Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. Oh, if that's if you look at it like that. Um, so yeah, be a home game for me, and you know, won't be won't be far. I sleep in my own bed at night, so that'll be even better. <laughs> that says a lot. Chicken or fish, Kyle? Your big your banquet dinner. You gonna get chicken or fish? <laughs> Rowdy and I benefit you. Never take the fish if you can help it. Uh, well, yeah, I made that mistake here recently. <laughs> we all make mistakes, even us old guys. But hey, Kyle, um, you've got the the EMPA Association or EMPA banquet uh, <laughs> coming up. You're going to attend that. That's really great. I'm glad you finally decided to enter an article in the. To be judged by your peers. Uh, well done on that, also, my friend, and good luck with it. We uh, we hope you finish well. Um, and Rowdy, I think you and I should become members of this wonderful and old and established uh, uh, association. I I think it's uh, if they'd accept us, would be uh, be really cool. Yeah, 
Hey, Kyle, man, I, I appreciate you it, it submitting it, writing and submitting it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. I sure do. Uh, you, you have the talent, and you, uh, and you need to show it off. But you, you know what? It's amazing, Kyle, how many people we run into who know you. Uh, and here we are in tech in the Snowball Derby, and somebody walks up and asks him, uh, you know, if we're with the Rowdy guys, and, and Rowdy and I are looking <laughs> at each other, and he goes, my name's Aaron Creed, and, and boom, I remembered the name right away. And I knew he was going to say he knew you. We almost ran away, but we did. Aaron's a great guy. But Aaron, Dino, um, and countless others we've run into out there with uh, that know and, and are, are really impressed by what you do. So way to go, buddy. Very cool. Uh, good luck in the contest. Kyle, I didn't get to talk to Aaron as much as uh, – Mark did. I was running the camera over there, and we had almost five thousand viewers on down on on my TikTok mm-hmm. when we were live. Mark didn't tell you that, did I? We we had we almost oh. was at five thousand <laughs> viewers at one point. And, and one reason Rowdy. was that was because one one person that was seen us in Nashville and alerted everybody that I had one live, and I mean. Almost five thousand viewers, but that was what Mark uh, close to three over three hours, four, four hours worth of almost Rowdy and uh, yeah, I would Rowdy. We finally got it set up where he had a good angle, didn't have to hold it consistently, but kind of braced it. I was able to switch arms and hands and get a little you know blood flowing in the limbs again, and uh, um, that's why we were going to leave until they decided who the winner was going to be. And we were there. We we knew where we wanted to be, and we were there and did it. Uh, we had great access, and uh, we appreciate the, uh, the track and the and the, and the uh, tech people uh, for allowing us to, to do and see what we were able to see. When they – I've never – let's talk with Adam a bit about this tonight because Adam was there also. He was in the tech area, and uh, – I don't think any of us have ever, ever seen a, uh, a tech take as long or the amount of teardown they did on a thing. It, it's been years. Maybe in the old days of NASCAR guys when you didn't have all the uh, the technology that we have nowadays, you, you know, they would tear those engines down at times, wouldn't they? Hey, they uh, had a lot of work to put them babies back together. When they get well, it back. They were <laughs> all being shipped to be tested. Uh, and I think it'll be, a, I'm, I'm sure representatives of each engine company will be there assisting in the reassembling to be tested uh, at whatever facility is going to be doing it. And we, we see it all year long. You go through tech and you have to pass tech and uh if you're running a series or a local track or combination, whatever the case may be, uh, you know what they're looking for. You you know, everybody pretty much stays within the gray area, so to speak. But uh, Derby is something else. It's the money, the prestige, and the honor. And uh, the surprise of who's going to be a winner if he doesn't pass tech. And weird, strange, whatever you want to call it, unusual, all the above and more have happened 
is duck line at uh, the Snowball Derby, haven't they, Rowdy? Well, it, it, I've seen it, and then well, forget about it and leave early the year. I, I've said it over and over that Travis won it. <laughs> he finished second, but he actually won the race when it come down to the very end of the night. And and I left early and had no reason to leave early. No, and, and we we uh, we stayed the course this year, and we're going to from years on out. But considering there was probably maybe short of one of the some of the texts because uh, I believe the year Travis Braden was declared the winner over Stephen Nancy, it was a midnight or well after when they finally made that decision. So the race had been over a good five or six hours already. So, woof. Yeah, it is. It's it's like Caden Honeycutt said, there's nothing like five flags. Well, guys, we started this off in uh, the 24 hours last year. Well, no, I started off at the ice bow. Just like I'm mm-hmm. going to do this year. And yeah. uh, we went on to Daytona. And then the, the what was the Fontana race, Kyle, that got postponed. And then they brought it to what what race, the road course? At Daytona, yes. You were there for that too, Rowdy. So he did some of the West Coast swing without traveling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the first time we actually, you know, we kind of, we kind of left that. I, I told Mark at that point, Kyle, that uh, we had no access to drivers and wasn't no need to really go no farther till they let us back in again. And we took off. Mm-hmm. I, I guess my next race was Pensacola with the uh, Eight Series. Right, uh, and you got over to do Smyrna also. Uh, for the ARCA East opener there. So, um, and I think the cream, the, the thing I think I'm most proud of, uh, we were able to cover the RPM show, uh, uh, the promoter's workshop, and Rowdy even was surprised. And I probably would have I'd been there, uh, what, 70% of the people in there we do and had friendships with. So uh just makes you realize how far we've come in six seasons, Rowdy. And Kyle, you just keep making this even better. And our drivers keep moving up, guys. You know, thirteen-year-old I mean, Chandler Smith, national All-American 400, uh, six years ago now, Rowdy. Doesn't seem like it's that way. It was the first year we uh, we were covering events, and uh, yeah, I, I just remember walking. And so we split up and we're walking around the city area, ran at each other. You grabbed me by the arm and said, you got to come and meet this kid. It was Chandler Smith and his family. Well, uh, what, two two NASCAR wins this year in the Snowball Derby. Not a bad way to end the 2021 20, season. Well, whew. Uh, there's uh, there's some very interesting articles out on Chandler. 
uh, not only uh, his, his, his way of winning at the Snowball Derby this year, but also also on his uh, uh, what he wants to do in the future, and he does want to move on up. And I, you know, you're in that position of I would be surprised if he said he did. But he says he really, really loved Super League models, much like uh, his truck owner Kyle Bush does. And he says I'm always going to have one or two to be able to go and race when I can with them. So good for uh, good for Chandler. Um, I don't know if he wants to be. He should be like his that's his choice, Rowdy and Kyle, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Mark. I think somebody else is kind of uh, this. Somebody that stand has stood out in super light models for me is uh, Donnie Wilson kind of laying back in retirement mm-hmm. and uh, coming out with actually had three teams, wasn't it? Down at the Derby. That, that That's a super team, Rowdy. Uh, all three cars were capable of winning. I think all three cars were in the top ten, two of them in the top five. Uh, and, and Donnie Wilson Motorsports is probably capable of doing even more than that. Uh, they have the facilities and the, uh, the background to do it. He's got quite a few people who decided to leave NASCAR. And uh, let's face it, trucks, Xfinity, Cup, it's a grind, guys. That's a long, long, drawn-out season. Uh, he's able to pick up a few of those guys who decided that they wanted a more normal lifestyle. Well, if you're going to be in racing, it's like a lot of others. It ain't a normal lifestyle, but they're uh, uh, they're working. Bonds Fuss being one of them, and Bonds has worked from uh, super late models and and uh, Kyle Busch when he first started up his late model group and team, and Harrison Burton, and we could go on and on. And he's worked in trucks, he's worked in Xfinity, and if he'd stayed, in, I'm sure he'd be in Cup by now, but. He's one of those guys who's working for Donnie Wilson. There's a reason they're so successful. Uh, great background of people working for him. Uh, you, you, you need it. You couldn't ask for more. And they prove it year after year now. Well, I, I mean, Mark's. I think I was at Nashville when he won his. Uh, he won the. I, I guess that was the last uh, 400, All American 400 that he. One. Actually, I have well, the champagne yeah. bottle. He signed it. Bam. Yes. Yes, I think that was his possibly. I think maybe he won a blizzard race down at Pensacola after that. But he did pull off the All-American 400. We had him on the show. I think quite a bit after he had won the 400. But it, that's how it worked out. And what a great souvenir, Rowdy. And an unexpected you know, a signed bottle of champagne from the winter. Uh, it's pretty cool. Only uh, better uh, if Kyle had been there and he'd signed Kyle's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kyle? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, you mentioned all those places. I don't know. Yeah, um, we're looking forward to sharing uh as much as you enjoy sharing your dirt races with us in Pennsylvania, 
Uh, Rowdy and I have a couple of races. Yeah, just a couple, right, Rowdy, that mm-hmm. we need to share with you. So uh, we'll work on that for next year. Uh, logistics and times and uh, we're looking. You know what, if you're listening tonight, you'd like to come and join the Rowdy Maglite gang in a uh, another type of role, contact Rowdy, contact Kyle, contact me, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, getting you on air with the Rowdy Maglite uh, gang, and uh, all you have to do is call that number. You know how to get a hold of us. We'll we'll solve so, for us, Rowdy. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, I, I just wanted to ask Kyle. Kyle, uh, for 2021, you highlight one of the what was? Could you pick out one of the best moments of 2021? I think probably number one is Pocono. Um, finally getting to see you guys. Um, you know, we talked about it for a while. Um, that was kind of my highlight. You know, Watkins Glen was another great weekend. Um, dirt was great. I mean, there really wasn't a bad moment all year. Um, the only, only downside I could think of was uh, the Evergreen, was uh, the wall uh, basically right. getting wrecked during the race and then not racing for another month so or another week or two. So, uh, yeah, the opening of Bloomsburg, the reopening of Bloomsburg, that was a big story, and it's going to be another big story come 2022. Um you know, to, to have my dad back at the track um, this year, that was something I was kind of surprised. Didn't really expect him to come to Watkins Glen, but he did, and he's been there before. So um, he's the reason I've gotten there. So, uh, you know, that's that's that there. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of great memories, you know, growing a Grandview Speedway, seeing great racing there, um, you know, getting into Port Royal finally. Um, you know, trying to get in there and finally, you know, breaking the doors down open and getting in there, you know, for the World Outlaws too. So that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, to finally, you know, fulfill my my media obligations, you know, kind of going back to, to, to my old school ways, uh, taking photos again uh, sometimes and, uh, you know, riding when I can. Um, you know, it's good to go to all these racetracks and see these, these races, you know. Even with the last race of the year at BAPS, um, you know, it was very important to get to that one, you know, um, end of the year, uh, the weather cleared up. It was chilly, but, um, you yeah, know, we got it in, thankfully. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, the Rowdy gang got to see, uh, Brent Marks win, uh, twice in two weeks. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was a pretty cool way to end the year there. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, my, before I tell you my high, I'm going to tell you my, the, my lowest point of the season was. The lowest point of the season was not going to Watkins Glen and meeting your dad and being with Daytona Tom and the terrorist Dave and uh, <laughs> Southdown Mark. I mean, I, I, I truly, that if I picked one thing that was bad, the worst part of the whole season was that weekend right there, guys. And so as I soon, really, truly didn't believe it was going as to happen. As soon as Arca got announced back to Watkins Glen, my butt was there, um, 100%. Um, you know, it, unfortunately, it didn't happen in 2020, but, um, you know, we also got to see the truck series return there um, that, you know, for the first time in 21 years. Uh, that was that was cool to see. Um, I know that they moved the date for next year, but still it was cool to see the trucks back in the Glen. 
Um, you know, just a good weekend. You know, every race was good. Um, that, that's why I like Watkins Glen so much, you know, um, the, the hospitality there, the camping, you know, going wherever, just walking around. I, I enjoy doing that, you know. Um, you go to different parts of the track. You can sit in turn one or turn ten, as I call it. Uh, they turn ter- they call it turns ten and eleven, six and seven for NASCAR, but I, I still think it's ten and eleven. But um, there's not a bad seat there, and you know there's a lot going on. So uh, I'm just glad, you know, um, maybe next year, Rowdy, maybe we'll we'll finally get it all squared away, and uh, hopefully we'll get you there in August. That sounds like the plan, and that is the plan. Hopefully. Uh, Mark, well, you got a you got a uh, point in the 2021. Oh. I I know this. I, I'm like Kyle. There, there's a hand. Let's let's go with the top five here, and in no particular order. Rowdy, uh, getting together with Kyle, and, and finally, finally getting together with Kyle. If Paul Snow is one of them. Also, the great hospitality and food we get when we're at Paul Snow. Look forward to going to. All, overall, all around, it was a great weekend. A couple of new tracks. Uh, Mahoney Valley was awful lot of fun. We we had a blast in uh, Lincoln. Again, we had an awful lot of fun. It was a blast. We saw some really good racing. Pocono Big Track, boy. Uh, four races in two days. Uh, my behind was whooped. And, you know, we, we jumped on the interstate, headed back. And Rowdy and I were at uh, Road America the following weekend, which was probably another one of our highlights. That was a great weekend, too. The return to Nashville, uh, getting to go to Milwaukee uh, twice because of track enterprises. Uh, again, that, that, that would be other highlights. Too, too many. Um, I don't have very many lowlights, but... Uh, there was a race I went to uh, early in the year in April, uh, one of my favorite tracks. thought the place would be uh, brimming with cars, and it was not uh, some of the lowest car counts I've seen in years, and hopefully that's going to be taken care of and fixed because it was not a pretty situation. Other than that, Record number of races covered this year, Kyle and Rowdy. Uh, because of you, Rowdy, thank you. Uh, too many running together. I need to sit back and just really figure it out. But, yeah, the ones I gave were uh, pretty much going to be in my top list no matter what I put together. So, uh, as always, uh, a bad day at the races is still better than a good day at work. For those of us who still have to work, it's, uh, we all have those days. So, Looking forward to 2022. I'm looking forward to the Rolex 24 to kick off the year for myself. And uh, looking forward to the chance of possibly getting Kyle down there to join us for Speed Week. So, uh, and possibly Mike, his father. So, a lot of possibilities coming our way, and uh, we're going to try to put them all together in the next few weeks. And woof! What do you think? Adam forgot about us again, guys. Uh battery got tied up. Uh, one or the guys, other. Uh, what? <laughs> Mark, I'm like you. It's hard to pin down. I, I mean, I'm going to have to probably yeah. go with the top, the top ten. But uh, I, you know, just to see. I'm going to start with this. 
just to see and know I'm going to go back and watch him again at at uh, 89 year old Red Farmer at the Ice Bowl, <laughs> shaking it up with all those young guys. I'm, <laughs> I mean, even at <laughs> he's looking at me at 66, them young guys. <laughs> But to see Red race and, and to be able to go watch it again this year is going to be coming up. It's going to be pretty awesome right there to start it all off. And uh, then, the, well, you know what? That that that's a highlight all its own, Rowdy. And it was you're right. What a great way to cap it off. That's a good number one, my friend. <laughs> and then how the, you know I rolled in down in Daytona. We did uh, the 24 mm. hours Daytona time. And then we did the uh, fan zone at at the Daytona 500, and to stick around for the road course after that. And I, I guess probably the highlight, I'd have to say Nashville because that made it possible for us to be at Pocono all together, guys. You know, after 14 months, NASCAR let us come back back inside and. Uh, Nashville was it, a new speedway, uh, one to knock off the bucket list. And, uh, yes. And, and, and guy, let me tell you how that rolled. You know, my bag is always packed with about five days worth of clothes. <laughs> I had no, I, I had no, Kyle, I had no idea I was going to Pocono when I left here. And then when I got halfway, Mark called and said, we've been approved for Pocono. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, I'm three hours from the house. I'm going to have to drive back three hours, then drive back three hours to get where I'm at to go on towards Pocono. So I just left Nashville and went straight on to Mark's house. And then Mark Mark loaded me up. (laughs) And took us to a track the next night. <laughs> so we went racing. What was that, Lincoln, Mark? LaSalle. Oh, LaSalle yeah, for LaSalle. Kyle took us to Lincoln. For a race. Well, that's that's why we didn't get the Kyle's, whole, Kyle's until a little late on Thursday because uh, we didn't get home too late from the races. We probably slept a little longer than we should have. That was like dodging so, hey. a machine gun at LaSalle <laughs> with those oh, dirt baby. balls. I mean, those dirt balls were flying. People were standing there with oh. raincoats on. <laughs> Man, you could you could tell who's been spending a lot of time at that track. That was for sure. But the yeah. place was packed. The grandstands were packed. The pits were packed. And the car, the car count was tremendous. So uh, three divisions, there was probably 140 cars there that night. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And, guy, and guys, you know, we walked through the tunnel, went up into the press box and seen Dano and everybody, and to look down, Kyle, and I know it had to feel good to you, but to look down at all, what was it, 3,200 campers, that was going to be in the infield that weekend and probably mm-hmm. almost there at that point was the infield, another case, and that's a big infield, was loaded with campers. 
seemed like it was, uh, you know, there were a lot of people there. You know, it was a very busy week end, and, uh, you know, uh, standing in line for an hour waiting for my uh, credential on Saturday, yeah, it was quite a busy. But, you know, when you have two cup races in two days, um, just there's a lot to do. And uh very busy weekend. So, um, like I said, I'm kind of glad the Pocono date's going to Gateway. And, uh, you know, I, I think Gateway's going to put on a really good race next year. And, uh, like I've said before, Gateway reminds me of Pocono or vice versa. Um, you know, because I know there's some yeah. shifting involved. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if they shift anymore, but I know they used to shift. Um, well, but, uh, one and two is a tighter radius than three and four, or vice versa, whatever it is. One's a water, a wider sweeping turn, and the other one's a more tighter radius turn. And it makes all the difference in the world. Cause, uh, which corner do you set the car up for? And it's only twice you have to do it at uh, Gateway, but it's three times you have to do it at Falcon So I could see, Kyle, where you'd uh, have that resemblance of, uh, uh, the, the, the corners are kind of similar to what you do have at Pocono, just one less. And Kyle, you know, the, to go back to the to go to Mahoney Valley and sit <laughs> down there with listen, you know, a lot of times we go into the press box or we go down in in the infield, and we don't sit in the in the grandstands, but to sit in that grandstands. And listen to those how I, I'm talking about these fans were Mark. They were livid, and they didn't like uh, what what was it? Matt was in that match on track. Yeah, Matt Hirschman's mm-hmm. on track. Well, somebody always yeah. I think they're just jealous. That's all. That, well, <laughs> well, hey, that's is... what the lady goes. He wins all the time. I mean. And uh, then she goes, my son's on this team. and <laughs> But, hey, Matt wins a lot. You could tell. And they were passionate about their fans. The fans mm-hmm. were passionate. Uh, and then, and Kyle, uh, then Kyle took us to Lincoln. Man, uh, this out in the uh, middle of nowhere, somebody decided to build a track. And, and it was one of those cases, <laughs> if you build it, they will come. We our tracks. The, 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 ride, the ride there was really cool because we were in the middle of nowhere. We were in the middle of the country. It was up and down and twist and turn, and much of Pennsylvania is like that, especially central and eastern. So uh, I enjoyed it immensely, and uh, uh, it, was a little, it was a little touch and go route. He wasn't it on our way back because Kyle slept in the back seat. He had to go to work the next morning. So uh, we kind of depended on the, the GPS and how it got us back. Neither one of us are really sure. <laughs> well, we, we didn't. We, we we got him back before he went to work. I, I think he basically went in, threw some water on his face, changed his clothes, and left. Uh, so I'm glad you got a few hours sleep on the way home that night, Kyle. And, and guys, then we roll into uh, Road America. Wow, all those different <laughs> locations that we got, we had access that we could drive through. I, I'm just going to, it's like a food course. A road well, they, course. They do call it, they do call it the National Park of Road Racing. Uh, it literally, it's like they took a road course and placed it in the middle of the National Park. Uh, 
it's like Pennsylvania. There's ups, there's downs, there's tight corners, broad sweeping corners, multiple corners. The fact that it's twice as big as the Glen, Kyle, does that make it twice as much fun? I don't know about that. I had a blast in the Glen. The only problem with Watkins Glen for me was leaving the darn campsite. If Daytona Town hadn't gotten such a great place to view and stay, uh, I probably would have moved around more. Or, Kyle, you wouldn't have had to push me so hard. But we had such a great view and uh, and, uh, situation at at our our campsite that uh, it was hard to beat. Well, we left there, and I went to Atlanta. And Atlanta was the first time, guys. That NASCAR let the drivers come out, and we all got to communicate back and forth together without the mask. And uh, just to be back in there and QT, man, they's trying to yep. they's trying to run my my figure because the pastries in there, Mark Mark would would have gained ten pounds. <laughs> I, so Kyle, I submitted on the last day on on Sunday. I had I finally had to dive in and get a cup of coffee with the bear claw. I don't know how large. I would have never lasted five minutes, Roddy, let alone three days. <laughs> it, it was a glass case just full of every kind of decorated donut that you'd want. Oof. And you know what, Kyle? Down south, they make a darn It's a little different what we get up here, but it's so good. Maybe it's because it's different, but regardless, they're really good. Uh, yeah, Ronnie, it's probably good I wasn't up with you. <laughs> and then got to go back in October, guys, to Talladega. Didn't didn't get to go to the spring race. They wouldn't let us in in the spring race, but. Finally, to be able to get back to uh, all of uh, 2020, half of 2021, three races I missed. And, and you know, well, somebody says, well, you could have bought a ticket and went in. Well, they told everybody to social distance. That's Mark, isn't that kind of hard for me to do at Talladega? It doesn't matter if it's Talladega or Daytona or Pocono, Roddy. Uh, and it's the same for me. And it's getting to be that way for Kyle. Social distancing, we don't do it so well. It's a forced issue for us, let's face it. Uh, uh, we're two friendly guys. We like meeting and talking with people. Uh, that's the majority of the fun and uh, going to the races and the information we get is from the Bands that we talked to. Well, I would have never, you know, Kyle. Well, you know, we've talked about all this before the season started, and Kyle Larson coming back. But what I've ever dreamed, that man would have won ten races and won the championship. <laughs> I, I, I knew you, and Kyle, you know, all along, I said, hey, this could be a blessing for him because. He's not have to follow all those strict COVID rules. Everybody else, and they're have dragging this season through. I think it definitely helped, uh, you know, racing all those dirt races, and 
you know, the right place at the right time, and the, the, the you know, the, the car opens up at Hendrick, and Larson's in it, and he wins the championship. So, um, yeah, really unexpected, I thought. Um, I know he'd be good, but not that good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, 10 wins this year. You know, the Texas win was really dominant. Got him into Phoenix, and then, of course, the, the clutch pit stop to uh, win the title. So, um, yeah, a lot of moments you could you could definitely get out. I think he led, like, over 2,000 laps. And um, I don't know the exact total, but I know it was the highest since 1978. So, um, yeah, a lot of laps led and um, definitely starting to finish races. You know, that's something he has, he has struggled with. And now he's starting to finish races and, uh, you know, it definitely panned out. Kyle, I want your thought on this right here. We all know how Kyle likes to stay up against the wall. If if he can avoid the mechanical problems of the car, I think he has a good chance to repeat because that car is going to fit Kyle Larson, I think, Mark, and you probably agree with me. That car is going to fit oh, yeah. Kyle Larson better than any anybody else because if you like to run high, that new car, that composite car is going to run high with you. We've seen it. You're not. You're not going to cut tires down. You're not, and you're going to see more rubbing. And let's, you know, Kyle, you and I were talking a little bit earlier. Rubbing is racing. And let's not forget, Kyle, uh, we want to do a little bit on the Formula One race this past Sunday and the catastrophe finish they had. But back to that new car rowdy, um, and with the Xfinity cars also running it, it's not going to be long. Uh, the trucks will also. And uh, whatever safety features that are been developed into the cup cars also can end up being in the other two series eventually. So uh, they'll, they'll all be running composite bodies. The racing is going to be better because you don't have to worry about cutting down those tires, baby. You can rub that guy. You can push a little bit in the corners. You can, you know, force him up the corner, force him down, whatever the case may be. So, uh and for those dirt guys, yeah, that's what they're used to, Kyle. Yeah, they're used to it, and I, I know the composite, this new car will let them run up, let them let them uh, race more, hopefully. And um, I know we won't really see it probably till Fontana, but um, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to uh, to see how the new car uh, pans out here. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna be a race. Wait till Kyle hits uh, Homestead. <laughs> he gonna he gonna wear oh, it out at Homestead, in the uh, Mark Mark knows it. Yeah, that new car gonna lay right up there, and he gonna race just like he wants to race it. You can lean that car, and and the walls almost all the way around the track have been blackened by the rubber from those Goodyear Eagles, and uh, we saw it in the Xfinity race. Uh, you didn't see it in the truck race. You didn't see it in the cup race last time we were there to witness it. And um, it's going to be different. All those tracks on the high. Darlington's another one, Rowdy, uh, you know, because of the way you run up there. And I hey, think Mark? maybe the groove made. Yeah, Let's... we got Adam on? Yeah, we got Adam on. Hey, I'd like All to welcome, right. for, I think, for the last time of 2021. He's been on numerous times. So many times we hadn't even decided to even try to count. Adam Mackey with Track Enterprises. Welcome, Adam. 
Hey, uh, better to be late than never, I guess. I'm just, just I, running a little behind tonight. That's all right, Adam. <laughs> Listen, after what I seen you go through at the Snowball Derby, you needed a vacation. Uh, you know, that was a busy week, no doubt. And, you know, doing the broadcast for Racing America, uh, you know, we started just about every day at 10 a.m. in the morning and didn't get done till most of those nights, you know, around 11 at night, um, you know, covering all of the practices, the qualifying, the racing, uh, because people want to see that. They're at home, they're at work, whatever. They want something to occupy their time that they couldn't make it to the track. So, uh, so we covered it all from wall to wall, and it was definitely a busy week, but a lot of fun at the same time. The uh, Snowball Derby is pretty special. Uh, Adam, after, you know, they take the checkered flag, but it's never over till they go through tech. And, man, did they go through tech down there. Yeah, the uh, the tech session lasted twice as long as the race did, if that tells you mm-hmm. anything. The race, was, uh, the race was about two hours. Tech was about four hours. And most of that was, you know, tearing apart the, the winner's car and make sure everything was on the up and up. They've had a fast race car all year. Um, they've lost a few races that they should have won, you know, because the car quit and had mechanical issues. Or uh, Chandler Smith could have easily been the Winchester 400 winner, the All-American winner, and the Snowball Derby winner. He ends up with just the Snowball Derby, but he was so fast. Uh, you know, obviously Derek Thorne was the one to beat all afternoon. Now, that could have been a little different had Chandler not had the car uh, start to overheat in that first run and came to the pits for an unscheduled stop, and that put him back in the field. If that doesn't happen, I think him and Derek Thorne go at it pretty hard all race long. But, um, you know, still a good race. Uh, you know, they it's the biggest super late model race that everybody tries to win, so they want to make sure the car is legal. They took the engine out. They tore it apart right there in tech to make sure everything was on the up and up and it was so uh you know kudos to the team for another great run and the snowball derby was exciting i tell you adam what what everybody or anybody listening to this program tonight should take away from this is you better get your snowball tickets early because that's turned out to be a big thing in december isn't it yeah it's you know, been big for a lot of years, but I think this year probably was the biggest as far as ticket sales. Uh, They were out of reserve tickets about two weeks before the race, and they started selling some general admission ahead of time, which they normally don't do. They normally save those for race day. Um, And I think on race day, they were down to 100 or 200 tickets available. And so basically the race was a sellout this year. So if you wanted good tickets, uh, you probably missed out if you waited until the last minute. So yeah, definitely a good idea to get ticket orders in earlier. Um, you know, they don't start selling them right away after the Derby. They they send renewals out sometime down the road. And then after the renewals, you know, they get a certain amount of time to turn the renewals in. Then they open it up for uh, anybody that left their tickets come open. So I'm sure it's going to be a, a tough ticket again next year. You know, 51 super late models, 59 pro late models, over 40 modified, good field of outlaws. Um, you know, the, the other divisions were all exciting, great show as well. So it's it, make a week of it. You go down there on Wednesday and you get to see four nights of racing Thursday through Sunday. It, it's definitely the place to be. Well, my car didn't move like your car didn't move the whole weekend until late Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I parked the car in the hotel parking lot and bust over to the, uh, bust over to the racetrack each day, you know, and um, it's 
to save extra spots. That's one thing the place could use is a little more, uh, you know, parking area. But they make accommodations. If you can't find a parking spot on the property, you can park down the road, and they will shuttle you into the racetrack. So there are many other ways to get there. Some people just Uber from the hotel or, um, you know, catch a ride with some buddies to the racetrack. So there's a lot of different ways to get to the track. And the main thing is you get to the track. That's the key. Very much so, Adam. And uh, uh, luckily I got to spend a couple of mornings briefly with you as uh, you and the entourage headed off to the track for the day. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about what was going to be upcoming this year. Um, and earlier, Kyle Roddy and I were speaking about what our favorites and, you know, best event of the year, so to speak, and our worst, so to speak. Uh, I want to throw it at you. What was your best event? What was your worst event this year? You know, for our company, for Track Enterprises, um, man, I would say our best event was obviously the Nashville SRX race with the Masters of the Pros. You know, we packed the place, and that place has – that place has more grandstands than the Snowball Derby. It has more grandstands than just about every short track in the country. Um, you know, so you're looking at ten to ten to twelve thousand people were there for the SRX race with uh, Masters of the Pros. It was a great day. You know, there's not a lot of parking there either, but they parked along roadways. They parked on every spot that they could find, and the people that were in attendance got to see some great racing. Got to see Chase Elliott and Bill Elliott race against each other, which is pretty cool. And then all the other SRX stars. And then see a field of about 50 pro late models race for the biggest pro late model race down there, the Masters of the Pros. So, um, so that was definitely our best event as a company this year. Uh, when it comes to, to worst events and events you'd like to do better on, you know, I, I'd have to almost sit down and look at the schedule. Um, you know, a couple that come to mind would be, you know, the Winchester Arca race wasn't as good as we had hoped. Um, you know, racing itself is one thing, but, you know, just maybe not the crowd that we like. And Winchester's been a tough right. race to draw ARCA crowds over the years. They've had them there for a few years, and then they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because the crowds weren't good. They were losing money. So then they'd bring them back, and it'd be about the same thing again. You just couldn't make ends meet. Um, so that was probably one of the ones we would have liked to have been better. Uh, probably same can be said for Salem at the end of the year for ARCA. Um, you know, ARCA's kind of gone through a little bit of a tough time, but I see some resurgence there with certain things. Like the West Series they have has kind of started to rebound. If you look at some of the car counts in the West Series second half yes. of this year, uh, they had some fields about 30 cars. So um, so that's a plus. Now if we can get the East Series up a little bit and get the uh, National Tour up just a little bit and they keep going in the right direction, um, that will be very important. But, uh, you know, those are a couple of events that stand out for me that um, could have been better. And, you know, we're looking to make all of the events better. You you know, that's one of your goals every year is like, man, how can we get more people here? You know, it's not like it was in the 80s and 90s, some of the big events we do, you know, the state fair races, you know, back in the heyday, you see pictures mm-hmm. and it was tough to get a ticket and there's a lot of grandstands. It's a different time now. There's a lot more different forms of entertainment for people to go to. And uh, you've got to really fight hard to get – everything's got to go perfect. First of all, you've got to have great weather. It can't be too hot. It can't be too cold. It's got to be just perfect. And uh, you can't have any chance of rain. you got to have a good car count. You know, it's got to be a cheap ticket. The list goes on and on, and you uh, you fight a lot of battles to try to get people there. And, uh, you know, so we're, you know, obviously always working hard trying to get 
you know, every event to be like the SRX race, but that's a pretty special deal there. Well, it, it is, and you know, well, Nashville's been pretty good for track enterprises, and uh, the All American Four Hundred weekend. Uh, uh, wow, they they were pretty packed that weekend too, Adam, and uh, we were there to yeah. see it. So, it, yeah, you know, that uh, weekend—that's a special place, isn't it? Yeah, that weekend was good uh, for the weather situation we had. It rained Friday and rained out. Rained Saturday and rained out. We had to do as much as we could on Sunday to make up Saturday's events as well as run on Sunday. And considering that whole situation, you know, we've got a lot of fan support there. We've got a lot of car support. And we've got a lot of the most important thing there is the the sponsorship support we get um, from the area businesses. And we had U.S. Tank come on as title sponsor of the All-American. We had um, Kid Rocks and Tootsie's come on as the presenting sponsor of the, the weekend as far as the official honky-tonks go, and um, and then all of the other supporters that are on a weekly basis down there that uh, that help us out every week. Okay? That's really the key for Nashville and what we've done uh, over the last two years. Just the support there is outstanding. There's a lot of businesses that do well financially, and they support racing, which is which is huge. Yeah, it's a unique venue, to, to say the least. And uh, uh, they've had problems for years, or not problems, but a, a few different promoters come through, and uh, some have been better than others. But uh, I, I truly think with the track enterprises, you have a nice staff there, uh, the way things are run. Both you guys get to keep continuing on the, on the local division. And your local makeup race a couple weeks later, uh, that was a big success, was it, now, Adam? Yeah, we uh, that was supposed to be our Friday night show of the yes. um, of the actual All American Weekend, and it got rained out. And we we would have rescheduled it for you know Saturday or Sunday, but there's not enough parking on property to park everybody. It's crazy. I mean, there's just not enough parking there to park all of the haulers. <laughs> so we rescheduled the Friday night for uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, November 20th, and there were a lot of naysayers saying, oh, it's going to be too cold, it's going to be too wet, you're not going to be able to get it in. Well, we ended up with a day in the low 60s, and we started racing at 2 o'clock, and we got done by 6, and it was a great day at the racetrack. We had good racing on the quarter mile, got to determine our point champions. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a good way to make up and finish our season. Well, that, that, let's say that's, that, sometimes you get that little itty-bitty bonus, but uh... – I always love running into you and talking with you at the track. Wish we had more time to do that. Uh, Adam, thank you so much. I'm going to give, give you over to Kyle here for a question or two, and we'll see you in 2022 at the races soon. Thanks, Adam. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Hey, hey Kyle. This is Kyle here. Uh, yeah, here my first question is uh, talk a little bit about how the ARCA events went this year, especially Milwaukee, um, with them returning there for the first time in a while. Yeah, so Milwaukee was good. We had good sponsorship support from Sprecher, uh, Sprecher Root Beer, and they did this cool program where fans bought a case of Sprecher Root Beer that was specially marked in one of the Menard stores and took that to the racetrack. They got a free ticket to get in. So you bought your root beer, a 24-pack, and with that, um, with that receipt, I think they were about $20 for a case, uh, with that receipt, if you brought it to the track, you got a free ticket. 
So you really couldn't beat that deal. And we had a lot of those turned back in. It was pretty outstanding, plus all of the people that bought tickets at Menard stores, as well as uh, just bought them at the track on race day or ordered them online. And uh, <laughs> our two Milwaukee races, both had terrible weather forecasts. We fought weather both times we were there. Um, so we haven't been real lucky with the, with the weather situation at this point. Um, you know, we've done three races at Milwaukee, and all three of them have had weather issues over the last three years. So we're hoping this year we've got – we're planning on doing two events up there again. We're going to have the ARCA race in the fall again, and we're going to have the uh, CRA – I'm sorry, the, the Midwest Tour race in the spring, you know, in, in mid-June for Father's Day. So if we could just get a little lucky with the weather for once, I think we've got a good chance to have a really good turnout. My second question is, is there, is there anything big in particular that you're looking forward to next year, or uh, do we have to wait on, this, on uh, until the schedule's finalized? Uh, you know, we've got most, you know, all of our ARCA events are scheduled. Those are all online, you know, as far as the ARCA website goes. Uh, you know, for the East, we have Nashville and uh, and uh, Five Flag Speedway in the East races, and then we have quite a few when it comes to uh, the National Tour, a lot of the familiar ones that we've had over the last couple of years. Uh, USAC Silver Crown, you know, we've got uh, the, the two miles, Springfield and DuCoin, and then uh, we picked up a few races at Circle City in Indianapolis. You know, we're not doing Terre Haute this year, a different promoter is going to actually be doing Terre Haute this upcoming season. So we decided to pick up a few events over at Circle City Raceway and work with the folks over there. And, uh, you know, we did one event there in the fall last year, USAC Sprint Car Race, and it was an outstanding race, had a good crowd, and uh, it was <laughs> a really, really good turnout for uh, USAC Sprint Cars, which is their first visit there. So we're going to do uh, like two or three USAC Sprint Car Races there this year. And uh, also, um, you know, just be involved at that track for a few races, and I think that will uh, fill the void of what we what we had at Terre Haute. Adam, <clears throat> one of the things we talked about before you come on was any of your tracks are affiliated with any of the storms that went through? Uh, no. You know, I think we were pretty lucky on the storm front. I, You know, uh, our company – uh, Bob Sargent, Tony Stewart, and uh, Ken Schrader just recently sold Paducah Speedway. And, uh, you know, Paducah was in their possession up until a few months ago. And Mayfield, Kentucky is only about 20 minutes away from there. But I think Ooh. Paducah came out okay. And, uh, and you know, our other tracks here in central Illinois, we got pretty lucky. I was actually driving back on Friday night when the storms came through. Um, we were about Covington, Indiana. Um, coming back from the USAC banquet headed toward Illinois, and we knew that the storm was coming at us. We stopped to get fuel at Covington, and right as we left, it was raining hard. And the storm, like, split right where we were at as we drove through it, and then it formed back together after we um, after we got, wow. got past us. So we were pretty fortunate. We didn't have any heavy winds or any major lightning or anything like that or hail. Um but we thought we were going to get hammered coming back, you know, especially with what we were seeing was happening, you know, in Edwardsville, Illinois, and Mayfield, Kentucky, and the different places. Uh, Adam, let's talk about uh, people that sponsor help track enterprise and everybody gets to see the race and it goes on. Yeah. So 
all of our sponsors obviously are huge and that's such a big part of what we do. I, I mentioned Nashville and, um, you know, we've got the Nashville deal is a 10 event, basically special event schedule. And we've got sponsors on just about every one of those. I wish we had kind of that same build up and same support everywhere. It'd make it so much easier on us because then you go into a race knowing that you have a lot covered already in your expenses. Then, you know, everything that comes in through the gates or through the pits, you know, can help make the event successful. You don't have as big of a bullet to, uh, to bite, you know, if the weather's a little rough or whatever. Um, so Nashville and, and then, you know, our track enterprises events, ARCA, we work a lot with the Menards, you know, uh, sponsors and customers when it comes to the ticket sales. And then when it comes to a lot of their, um, you know, the things that you see on the shelves in Menards, they sponsor a lot of the races. And that's a big help as well going into it. But you could always use more. And especially, you know, we have 70 events we put on. So not every one of those 70 events is sponsored. But uh, we sure wish they were. Well, Adam, where can they follow you, Track Enterprises at? They can obviously get on our website at trackenterprises.com. We've got Macon Speedway and uh, Lincoln Speedway. So MaconRacing.com and LincolnSpeedwayIL.com are two uh, dirt tracks in central Illinois, which we'll have those schedules out here in the next, I would say in the next month. Middle of January, we'll put those out for the Midwest Speed Expo that takes place in Springfield. And then, uh, you know, obviously the ARCA, uh, the USAC schedules are all out for our special events when it comes to that. And then Track Enterprises will have kind of a full schedule out here very soon. We're waiting on a couple more uh, big races, potentially with um, with one of the series we work with. And then once that takes place, then we should be able to get out our full schedule for Track Enterprises. So uh, coming very soon. And they can check us out again at trackenterprises.com and then our other racetracks at Lincoln Speedway and Macon Speedway. Adam, as always, man, we appreciate you calling in and being part of the show, my friend. It's always great to see you. No, I appreciate you having us. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was definitely another successful season for everything we have. I mean, all of our entities did well this year, even Terre Haute. And it's unfortunate we're not going to be back there, but somebody else, uh, you know, has been on the lease and the fair board went with their bid. So, you know, it's, it's going to be their turn to, to try. And that's a tough place over there. You know, it's a... It's a historic racetrack, and we had a great season. The track was um, good all season long, and we're going to miss, you know, being involved in Terre Haute the upcoming season. But we've got some other big events that we'll just turn our attention to and make them bigger. Well, at least they're not shutting it down, Adam, you know. No, no, that's exactly right. It's it's a positive that it's still going on. Y'all do a great job, Adam, and I, as a fan, speaking for the fans, man, we appreciate it. Yeah, well, we appreciate all of your support, and um, I'm sure we'll be seeing you at a racetrack soon. That's you know, right. Very good. Cool. Coming up. Yeah, we're, we're real close to having our next big event, and it's the first time we've done it at Speed Fest down at Watermelon Capital Speedway at the end of January. This will be the first time that we've promoted that event. <laughs> and uh, Took the words out of my models. mouth, Adam. Yep, super <laughs> late models, pro late models, modified street stocks, and legend cars. So it's going to be a real big event, and that's the first time that we've mm-hmm. done it. Um, not the first time I've been to a speed fest. I've been to every single speed fest over the like 17 <laughs> years they've had it uh, because I've announced that them all. But uh, but this would be the first time that we've done it as promoters. Looking forward to it, Adam. Thanks a lot, man. 
Best of luck in 2022. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Are you heading home for the holidays, Adam? Yeah, I'll be going to Ohio for a day or so around Christmas, and then I go to Florida between Christmas and New Year's to spend time in a warm weather state. Yeah, good so, for you. Uh, so that's my really, really that's my only true vacation that I take each year. Uh, the last two or three years, I've been going to Florida between Christmas and New Year's and spending some time uh, on the East Coast, down around Fort Lauderdale and Delray Beach, and enjoying the weather there. That's a great place to be. Buddy. I understand yeah. completely. <laughs> Me too, Absolutely. man. Me too. Thanks, Safe man. travels, my friend. Thank you. Yep, have a good one. You too, buddy. All right, guys. Adam Mackey with Track Enterprises finishes out on the 2021 season. Kyle, what, what do you think there, man? Yeah, really. Got a lot, a lot of information Always do. Uh, I don't know where – I don't think Rowdy McRider has got as far as quick as they, we have, Rowdy. If it hadn't been for uh, the acceptance of Track Enterprises and letting us cover the multitude of their events, uh, it gave us some credibility that we desperately needed at one point. And I, yeah, we owe a lot to them. And Adam – when we see Adam at the track, it's like seeing an old friend, and you you start a conversation up. It's basically like you've been talking for days anyway. So thanks, Adam. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Kyle, we was at the coin, and, you know, yes. you always got to let – you got to have somebody standing at the gate to get people back and forth to track. And this guy – Mark and I done passing three or four times. We spoke to him each time and yada yada back in time forth. And come to find out it was Bob Sargent with Track Enterprises. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were was, we were down job with the boss and didn't know it. But the boss was working like everybody else. Like a that lot was of the a, other that promoters. Was a, yeah. Yeah, that was that was exceptional. Uh, but not unusual. Uh, we've seen Chip from uh, former president of Daytona running a forklift out in the infield with Talladega. We've uh, we've seen Tim Bryant do a lot of different things, uh, from parking cars to picking up garbage at Five Flags during Derby weekend. Uh, Greg McCarts, another one. Uh, we could go on and on and on. Uh, those are the guys who are successful. There's a reason why Rowdy is and Kyle isn't it. Is and you know, they all do like they gotta have hands on. I mean they they've got to have the hands on and they're out it at the track doing it hands on. You know, Thursday morning I saw Tim Bryan uh this year at the Derby. Uh making sure that they probably had the best situation for parking ever this year, Rowdy. Uh, if, you yeah. couldn't, uh, if, if you didn't have the right credentials or the right pass, you did not park there. Uh, but those trolleys, uh, the shuttles ran, you know, on back and forth. But here he was going up to each individual was out there parking that morning and making sure they did it right in the way Tim Bryant wanted it done to keep – as he calls it, his guests 
Uh, he and Pat do a tremendous job. Uh, and, and, you know, one of the first things Roddy and I said to each other is, is and, and Tim said it a couple, three years ago on the show, it's outgrown the facility by so much. It's incredible. If he could get that back stretch and do something with that, it would help. But I don't even think that's enough, Rowdy. Kind of like Adam Mackey said, if he had a grandstand like they have at Nashville, that's a different story. Yeah. Well, really, the only thing they need to do, I, I can see, of course, you still got the parking, but you shuttle them back and forth is to upgrade yeah. the uh, press box in the, in the front stretch and leave it at that. Going into turn two, turn one and two, is, <laughs> those are nice bleachers now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he could do some upgrades in that aspect too, but he, he does need some room to, to be able to, uh, to expand if, it, if at all. So, uh, oof, it's a tough problem to have. But then, but then again, it's only one week a year, Rowdy, Kyle. You know, can you justify the amount of time and money it would take to uh, purchase that land and, and have it set for the most part unused? Well, yeah, but, you know, they have a pretty good crowd for their regular schedule. They are. And, and we, you know, the ARCA race, uh, the ARCA races we've been to have drawn very well. Um, and it's tough to compare yourself to Derby Weekend because it is so jam-packed and crowded that uh, that week. So, uh, yeah, that's like an unfair situation. Well, guys, I think we've done like 106 shows in 2021. Wow. I know there's 52, but we done some extra stuff during speed, well, down speed weeks. We did some shows and a couple yeah, of weeks. Yep. Uh, 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 Nash, I, I, wow, it all runs together on me, Rowdy. Uh, we covered probably 140 plus races between the three of us. Uh, quite the accomplishment. Uh, we're going to hopefully put that to our advantage for 2022 and be on a bigger, better, and greater things. And I'm really looking forward to it. Daytona, here we come. And I'm looking forward to the fact, Rowdy, that we may be going out of Daytona this year like we did in 2020. Uh, it had to be a good thing, Kyle. I hope you're able to join us. So, Are we working our way out of here? Do we need to give Kyle his last words for the year? I'm going to let Kyle give his, and then you give yours, and I'll give mine. Go ahead, Kyle. 2021 is in the books. Um, You know, started out at Port Royal March 13th for opening day and uh, just continued from there on out. Um, The Icebreaker, 40 at Seals Grove. Uh, Some of the early events of the year I, I got to catch. Uh, Williams Grove, Bridgeport for the first time. Um, just a lot, a lot of stuff to do. 39 races this year. I think that's a new new uh, high for me. And uh, not not a bad way. You almost got 40, but uh, 
you know, unfortunately we'll have to wait till Allentown here in a few weeks and, uh, you know, looking forward to that. And then it just kicks off a busy uh, racing season. So uh, really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, we'll be back in 2022. Don't know about Speed Weeks yet. We'll know closer to when that happens. And, um, you know, other than that, uh, I'll be laying out the schedule and hopefully get to a, a myriad of races next year and hopefully we can uh, just have another good season. Mark. Thanks, Rowdy. It uh, it was an interesting year. I I got to more races this year than I ever had previously, and I wasn't even in Daytona for speed weeks, which makes it even more amazing. Uh, Started up in uh, mid-March with the Rattler when you and I got together and covered that. Had a wonderful weekend, nice facility. There's a possibility we'll be back again this year. We just finished up a couple weeks ago at uh, Five Flags in Pensacola, Florida. It was uh, my favorite race weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to not say it. I mean, if, if, if Ann said that's it, you had one weekend a year, well, it would be that week at the uh, Five Flags and the, the Snowball Derby. So enjoy it. It's the car counts, the people. It's it's just absolutely tremendous time. But so are all those other races. So, Rowdy, thank you. Looking forward to bigger, better things in 2022. Uh, everything hopefully will be a little more uh, back to normal, a little less Abby normal. Thanks again, Kyle. Appreciate all you've done, all you will do. Uh, and, uh, being a good friend and uh, working with you in the future. Uh, that's that's just something that's going to be really great fun to look forward to with you. So, uh, happy, happy, happy times in this holiday season for y'all. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. To everybody from the Roddy Magpie And with that, Roddy, uh, let the holiday season, let that light shine bright, bright, bright. Uh, I know you've been working on that with your uh, with your grandkids. Uh, there was Pops time this weekend in Carbon Hill, folks. So uh, Rowdy wasn't Rowdy. He was being Pops, and that's a good thing. Continue on yep. with that, sir. Happy holidays to you all, and uh, we'll see you next year. Well, uh, all right, guys. Hey, first of all, Kyle, thanks a lot, man, for hanging with us this year. You know, to go to Pocono and be in the war room with you and, you know, you're the first guy to ask a question. It didn't matter what driver it was. Uh, appreciate it. Hope, and it was and a looking good question. For, and, and looking forward to many more, Kyle. Hopefully next year is going to be a, a really good year for us all. Coming up and staying with you and Ann, the hospitality y'all showed me, man. I appreciate it. Hey, we're just going to try to try to just uh, build on what we got and work this a little harder this year coming up. And if we're at the track, stop seeing us. We get a lot of pictures took at the track. Yeah. I mean, if you're on our Facebook page, if you're on one of our social media pages and you're at the track, let's meet up and get a picture. But for everybody that, that goes and likes and shares all of our stuff, man, we appreciate it. Uh, over 106 shows for the year, 
Mark, that's not bad because we started out with doing about, what, 40 a year. <laughs> so we kind of over doubled it. We did. We've had some good drivers. Uh, kind of been kind of weak on them since COVID, but hopefully next year we're going to be stronger and better than ever because we know how. We got we got the pattern and we know how. So, guys, well, Kyle, and, and to your mom, <laughs> Kyle, Merry Christmas, Ann and Mark, yep. Merry Christmas to y'all because y'all know I'm going to have a Merry Thank Christmas. Thank you. Lynn, your so, family, your kids, the grandkids, enjoy. You, I know you've already started, but Rowdy, I have a new place now to go and hang out in between races uh, I discovered a week ago. And uh, thank you for sharing the boat, the river, and the marina. Uh, I'll be back. Hey, it was fun. When I tell you I'm up Kyle, here. Okay. Kyle, when I tell you I'm in a quiet zone, believe me, it's quiet. <laughs> you, you need to join us on the boat one time. I think it's a great place for us to have corporate meetings, guys. <laughs> we won't get a lot done, but it'll be quiet, as you said, Rowdy. It, it is, it's especially from what we had done. Oof. You know, you're, you're hearing motors all weekend, and now all of a sudden you're not nothing. hearing nothing. Nothing. And the sleep, and the sleep with that nice, gentle rocking of the boat. It was wonderful. Thanks, Rowdy. I will be there. Be good, Kyle. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Rowdy, you too. All right. Thanks, Adam, Kyle, and Ann. Again. <laughs> One last time. Hear those guitars and drums one last time. Thanks, Ronnie. All right, Mark. I'm going to miss this music for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm going to miss Hopefully, we'll get something new. Let's try something new. I'm working on that now. With Kyle Salty, maybe it will pull it off, Ronnie. Mark. You'll figure it out. Hey, we got our own box of uh, that you can scan, so that's kind of cool. Yep. You're doing yeah. better things. That's right. All right, Mark. The new everybody. All right. Everybody's good here. Hope everybody's good with you. Give my best to that lovely lady and we talk on her way home from work. Night, night. Good night. <laughs>